0: This is, this is Underground, Underground
1: Opol.
0: Hey everybody. Welcome to Underground Opolis. It's gonna be a good gonna be a good time again. I just got one little announcement before I bring my guest on because I'm really excited to talk to him. And uh the local ruckus brought to you by Underground Opolis at 21st in Germantown, 1481. South Shelby Street, Louisville, Kentucky, May 11th, which is all kinds of events there. But the local ruckus pr- brought to you by Undergroundopolis is May 11th, Thursday, May 11th, with Vail and Falling Tree Way, and this is going to be the, the, these guys, these these kids bring a bring a pack, man. It's it's going to be a really fun night. It'll be over around 10 o'clock, it's early. You can still get up, and go to work without too bad bad of a hangover, and it's. It's been really fun doing these events and I'm really happy to, that, that they haven't pulled the plug or anything on me yet. They probably will one day. Everybody does. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And got a few more episodes left before your humble host and narrator here is going to take a little break. You're going to take a little vacation. So y'all have to do without me for a couple of weeks. I know, I, I know the disappointment you must be feeling hearing this news, but with everything that's gone on, getting getting back in the studio with it with the new single. And if you haven't heard my my, my my single that came out this month called Hoosier, please check it out. Check out the B side, it's called Wrong Hole. It's probably as nasty as you imagine. And getting back in the studio, get getting back to work. And I've started painting again, which is right behind me. And if I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into that a little bit because I've really been enjoying it. I mean, I used to do it quite a bit, and then I took, then I quit for a while, and was, so I'm I'm probably going to just take a couple of weeks off, relax, and we'll be back at it. My guest tonight, we'll bring him right on.
2: <laughs> Tell us who you are, where you're from. What's up, everybody? Uh, we are Seven Stones. I, I think we're going to just say we're based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. But uh, oh. my name is Drew Elliott.
1: Rich, uh, Rich Acock. <laughs> Isaiah, Daniel, Kenny Kerr.
0: What's your What's your positions in the band?
2: Uh, I am the lead singer and I play guitar. <laughs> it's not <about> me, everybody. <laughs> I, I play the drums and put the guitar on most of the songs too. ninety so. percent,
1: um, ninety eight now, ninety eight
2: now. <laughs> uh, I play bass. I'm the Me too. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bass connection. Thunder Buddies, baby.
0: <laughs> well, oh. you guys have a new album out. Let's talk about that.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's called Hurt Turns Into Hate. It's um, a great
0: that's a great title.
2: I, well, thank you. We think so yes. too. Um, I guess we kind of stole it because a song actually was first before we decided to name everything, and it's been a, a labor of love for like three years between well, a lot of member changes, a lot of happening, like, I mean, the pandemic, like it screwed up a lot of things. So it, it took us a while to get something together and now solidify a lineup. And, uh, yeah, we're, well, I'm just happy it's out, man. Like we were releasing most of them as singles for the longest time. So a lot of it people have heard, but you know, there's two or three on there that people are like, Oh, we haven't heard that yet. And <laughs> that's the more the direction we're, we're heading toward now, but, uh, yeah, we, we've had a good time, and uh, we we want to be successful, somewhat, at least on but our you, success. Yeah.
0: You've taken a step signing on with pavement. I, I I really
2: I, I think that's a big deal. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, we worked with them right after the pandemic, and we pushed uh, break, and they're really cool. They're like Tim King and Mark. They're all like really good people, and Barbara too. Sorry, like not everybody knows. Yeah. Barbara, but at the same time, she's been awesome with us and like setting up everything, and uh, it's been really fun so far. And we we hope to keep continue that. And uh, well, we're just looking forward to see what uh, what happens in these next few months, and uh, hopefully, a lot of good First, stuff from
0: it. Tim King was with uh, soil the soil. soil, yeah, so <laughs> he's still
2: there, man. That's what was crazy as hell. Um, when we found out that it was him, and I was like, wait, why does that name sound familiar? And I was like, Soil. I was like. Oh shit! That was that's like the first concert I ever <laughs> went, to soil. Really? I went to. Was it really? Went was a and like they're going to Australia soon with Static X. I'm pretty sure. You know would, what? They pay you, us for promotion now. I, I, I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> would would you, would you believe my scrawny ass works security for them for for one of their shows? Oh, that's
2: fucking cool. I mean, that's really cool.
0: <laughs> Don't believe it. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got asked to. I got asked to that night, but I was on night shift, and I, I had to turn them down. Or uh, not really security, but work, work, work the door, check the tickets, and everything. That that kind okay. of security. But, Still
2: cool. Yeah, ever, I I never. Yeah, I didn't really
0: just asked to do that kind of thing either. Yeah, uh, yeah, it surprised me. I was like, oh, you just asked on the wrong day, man. <laughs>
2: like, I'm like I so, wish I could. That'd be freaking yeah, awesome. Uh,
0: yeah, I would. Love There's like three other really great bands with them too. <laughs> One was Lane's Calling. One was Beneath Black Sails. Ooh,
2: yeah. yeah. You know
0: who that? They... Huh? That
2: would have been a, ga- a damn good show to be like just to yeah. attend. Let alone you know getting oh, yeah. paid to work for a little while. When was that? What year was that?
0: Gosh, that was before the pandemic. Okay. Yeah, so everything
2: after 2020, time is <laughs> like warped. Like, we, yeah. I guess I doesn't feel like it's three years after that either. It,
0: no. Life's been. No, it the, yeah. <laughs> well, t- Hurt Turns Into Hate. You said that was a song. Yes, sir. Tell me about the song. Tell me about that song.
2: Um, well, it's mainly about, uh, I think, that most people go through of like having a, not everybody, but like a bad breakup or a relationship that just, you know, it's not right for you. And you're just like, you're so down and out about it. Like it just hurts, you know, everything they say just hurts you. And then one day it just clicks, you know, like I'm not hurt anymore. Like I'm fucking pissed, you know? And that's kind of where the whole thing, just uh, don't lead me on, don't drag this shit out. I'm over it. I'm over and done with it. I'm done being hurt. I'm fucking mad. I hate it.
0: Tell me about Take Me Home, which is one of my favorite songs. (laughs)
1: Uh, uh, it's, a good uh, story. it's a good story
2: yeah so, I'm good at this <laughs> so I the majority of the lyrics I, I write uh, it's usually based off of like so hurt turns into hate so, backtracking a little bit um, I had felt m- before myself but I was watching two of my friends go through the same shit and I watched a phone call his face going for being hurt because he was down and bad about it and he was just mad as hell and so I was like, man, I could, I could reconnect to that and remember those feelings and wrote that song. And then Take Me Home, I was a dumbass. Uh, like, well, I still am. But um, I like to party too hard. And I made a lot of bad decisions. And my good friends that drove me to that bar. And I remember, like, I pissed everybody off. And I was, like, on the verge of getting kicked out. And then I was like, dude, I need to go. Like, we need to leave. And I felt so bad because I was so drunk in the back of this car on the way home. And I was like, man, just take me home. Uh-huh. Just take me home, man. And I woke up the next day, and I remember thinking about it, and then I ended up writing that song. <laughs> like, right off top <laughs> it. I was like, you're a fucking moron. Like, you should have done most of that shit that you've done. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot more details, but I probably go ahead to be like, <laughs> going out and being recorded of the personal decisions that I had made. <laughs> so, that's the gist of it. No, no, tell us about the, por- the poor personal decisions. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> were involved, and I was just being a total moron, which is not usually, well, on a regular basis, not usually me, and pissing off females, which is also not my thing either. Mm-hmm. And it was, i just broken up with somebody, too, at the same time. So I was, like, overcompensating, trying to get away from some shit. And uh, pretty sure I got smacked that night deservedly so <laughs> over all that shit and then everybody was mad at me and I was just like oh my god Like, I, and you could feel that everybody knows well probably not everybody that can control themselves with alcohol and or liquor and uh I can. you don't feel a lot of things <laughs> but I remember like walking out of there I was like man everybody fucking hates me I don't want to be around anybody anymore and then just telling them to take me home <laughs> like I don't want to go to another bar I don't need to go anywhere else. Just take me the fuck home, please.
0: Well, I'm glad I picked that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <But that's laughs> the the same time. <laughs> Hi, we're setting stuff. <laughs> yeah.
0: T- tell me about Save Today.
2: Mm. That was written, like, pandemic-wise of... Uh, well, everything was a turbo. Everything fucking sucked. Like, I think everybody remembers that, and it was like more of like taking every day, you know, live today like God, it's like your last day or whatever, and and like enjoy it at the same time. But it talks about like the bad shit, you know. But save today, take it as it is, and keep going because you're not promised tomorrow. That's one of those kind of
1: because that's a good the, song. The pain and forget about it is. I think.
2: Oh, yeah, that's the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, down the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remembered. I know. Yeah, well, now, yeah. I have a really bad memory of, like, remembering my own lyrics. <laughs> we have a cooler up here for this, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the a policy is that's, that's
2: a real... question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 we're
2: doing good so far. <laughs> we got, like, two or three questions in. Yeah. Before I, had, I needed it on. Of course.
0: <laughs> uh, that that's a really that's a really great song. Safe today is, <laughs> so because it is my show, I get to pick out the songs I want to talk about. <laughs> you do you, man.
2: I'm waiting for one. I'm waiting if, for a certain one that has a huge story behind it that we actually it was meant for something. Well, else. If, if I, if I, I don't, don't see it,
0: I, wanna, if I want. I want you to say it. We it. still talk to it. We still talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my la- my last one that I, that I picked was fly. of fly a fall
2: yeah i thought that i said <laughs> that's the one song that i was actually thinking positively of of writing lyrics wise and the first time i'd actually say this um like uh it's a like a, a little small tribute for to matthew wilder the artist from the 80s of like you're not gonna break your stride you know yep. <laughs> so i put that in the lyrics in there too but it was like um just the most positive song that we ever had and it bounces. But you know, I get to yell at it a little bit and it's actually a lot of fun. I love that song. It's one of my, my favorites off the album, if not the favorite.
0: It's fun. Yeah.
2: Thanks to old Lit Biscuit fan back here writing that riff.
0: <laughs> Which I, we all I, love about Biscuit, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> nobody knocking nobody knock knocking not the
2: Nobody's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, 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 hating on Lit Biscuit at all.
0: That's like one of the bands from the 90s that I never did see. Like oh dude,
2: same. We were supposed to play with them at Blue Ridge and I think they backed out because it was right after COVID. And because of COVID, Mm. they backed out.
0: Yeah, they They had to.
2: I was looking so because they were gonna close down the show that night that we played at Blue Ridge, and I was looking forward to it so much. I was like, dude, I finally get to see Lip Biscuit. And um they they couldn't do it but they replaced them with the offspring which actually is a band i never thought i was going to see live so i was actually really pumped about the offspring being there so it's a good replacement guys that's,
0: that's a good one too oh, so yeah. some so many things that, uh, and i try not to t- t- touch on the pandemic a whole lot but i've never brought this up in, in a show yet and i don't i'm surprised it's like so many people weren't understanding you know well, they they could still go out and tour. what you don't realize is everybody's on a bus. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: A bus or a van, man. Like uh, it's, it's, it's a dangerous game to play.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If one person gets sick, guess what? The whole, the whole, the van, the whole band, the whole bus, they're all going to get sick. And you don't know how, we didn't know how we were going to react to COVID just yet. You know?
2: Yeah. And then a lot of people that had it didn't even know they had it. Like, yeah. And then mm-hmm. and they could still give it to everybody the hell else. And then they could be like literally dying from it. And nobody have a fucking clue yeah. what had happened. And then, I mean, we've played, we've went to, a few, well, I've gone to a few shows where they still had a lot of the protocols that they were doing, where they still had barriers in front of the stage and everybody had seating that was spread out. And as a fan, that's irritating as hell. But if you're a traveling band and that's your way of living Every day to feed your family back home, it's it's kind of hard-pressed to not take those precautions. A lot of people yeah. pissed about it, you know, limiting how many tickets could be sold and all that. So, like, we get it. Like, we understood it. It, it sucked. Um And we ended up canceling a lot of shows because of it. Because, I mean, who's going to come out like, in, in the middle of that? So, right. it was a rough time <laughs> for everybody, I think. Yes, and hopefully it does not fucking ever come back. Wait <laughs> another 40, 60 who, years for another pandemic, please.
0: Who, like, whoever, who the hell would have ever saw that coming? You know, as medically advanced as we are at the two thousand in the two
2: thousand twenties. come We're on, to have flying cars <laughs> and shit, man. Not, not this shit. There's not even a cure for herpes. This is crazy. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: What What was the song you wanted to talk about?
2: The one song that. we're not keen on playing because like it really doesn't make sense at all like if we start playing it killing season um it was brought up to us that a haunted house in alabama close to where kenny's from um they were like hey man like you guys are in a rock band like we want to do like a possible like a theme song and it was called, was it, it Corpsewood Hollow?
0: Corpsewood
2: Hollow. Okay, yeah. I'm making sure it that the chorus was, the the was correct. I'm making <laughs> sure I didn't fuck that it up. Was that was it was called,
1: called, the place doesn't even exist anymore. It and it was right after. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: It was right after it. So they brought it to us and uh, our old drummer, which is actually, he's like his best friend. Um, Jacob was the one that was talking to us about it. And was like, hey, uh, Corpsewood Hollow wants us to do a, you know, a haunted house kind of like theme song. I was like, oh shit, I can run with those lyrics. Like started writing them in my head as he was talking to me. Got the whole song written out. We wrote the riff and everything to it. Recorded it and then pushed it out pretty quick. Probably comparatively, to then we should have no. We held on no, to it. No, we for sat a year. we sat on it. For we a while. sat on it for a while. And uh we released it. And it was like, okay, this is really cool. It's like around Halloween time. And then in between that, they stopped doing what they were doing. And they changed their name and relocated. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, we just wrote a song, recorded everything. Not their fault, by no means, because there was a lot going on. But uh, that, like, writing it for a haunted house type thing is where my mind was at. So playing that live, and people don't know that, it's just like, what where is this coming from? Like, why is this like so dark and fuck that? Like that's where it's from. So anybody has a movie or a TV show they want to use it for, please, for the love of God, pick up the song.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How many videos you got out?
2: Oh shit. Not a lot. But we also like it's because it's been like a six to seven year span, and the lineup has changed so much. Okay, like actual like music videos visualizers, mm-hmm. because we had I think we have three. Well, Romeo was the first one. Romeo saved today, and Break was a visualizer. That Break was a visualizer. I mean, I mean, Take Me Home was a visualizer too. Do um, we have a visualizer? Take-
1: yeah, yeah, it's the one with the snow. Oh, uh, yeah, ambient snow, and then. We have one for Hellbent. We've got another one for... Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. That's some old shit. Yeah. Well, needless to say, there's, <laughs> there's a few videos out. A few yeah. videos out. And we have one coming out soon uh, date to be announced. Yes. Yeah. No Safe Bet is going to have a music video to support. Yes. yes. So.
2: My mind just went blank. I wasn't there saying... <laughs> Touche, <laughs> sir. Touche on your question because I kind of freaked the hell out. <laughs> I about what that. would you
0: say... What would you say your favorite show you've ever played was?
1: Mm. Oh,
2: Seven Stones. <laughs> oh man, Blue Ridge was something else for me.
1: Yeah,
2: Blue Ridge was fucking massive. Which two of the guys weren't a I'm, part I'm, of the band I'm yet? I'll give
1: a cool answer. So the the second show I ever played with Seven Stones, we oh, yeah. played. My first show was a week prior or two weeks prior. Just to get my my grips, and I'd been in the band for a month. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, hey, by the way, we're opening up for Blackstone Cherry. At Blackstone. Oh shit! <laughs> well, we played a fifteen hundred cap venue, opening for Blackstone Cherry, being the only supporting band. As <laughs> <laughs> my second show with the band, and my second show as a guitar player. Period. Oh uh, yeah. In my the extent of my musical career. Oh so, wow. So, like, I I grew up playing bass. Yeah. And I'd always played guitar. I've been pretty good at it, but nobody ever really needed guitar players. So I always took the bass positions and then they they took me. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, my second show ever was to 1,500 people. (laughs) Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It was fun too, though. I was trying to think. I don't. The last show we played in Idaho.
1: I was about to say. Idaho is really. Yeah. Cruisers Bar and Grill in State Line,
0: Idaho, was really fun. Yeah. That was our last like personal like that was a tour we did on our own. Yeah, and we went all the way out to the Pacific Northwest <laughs> and Cruisers in <laughs> State Line, Idaho. That's a great place. Anybody from there, I
1: highly recommend going and checking that place out. Yeah, go in, chef, always Chef, have- chef Dan. Always oh my Dan. God, <laughs> Chef Dan is the best cook. In the world, I we're swear f- to God. We're from the know. fucking
2: south and barbecue standalone on itself, Chef Dan. Yeah. It's <laughs> state line at cruisers in Idaho. You got that. Phenomenal.
1: Mac and cheese, bro. Is good.
2: The <laughs> Brisbane, All of it was good. It was yeah. insane. You got a favorite one? Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to think about it because we've well, been <laughs> I mean, the I mean, you, you said one, you said the other, but I would say probably I'm trying to change it up a little bit probably either our first show at Songbirds. Oh yeah. First show at Songbirds back in two thousand and
1: nineteen. Yeah. Two thousand and nineteen that one or um uh the one we did at Barrel House. Barrel House was fun too. Yeah. See Songbirds is a uh it's a museum it's like a m- guitar oh. museum. What? and they goes. have like millions of dollars worth of guitars that you just like play right next to and they've got like first edition tellies and first edition uh, Les Paul's and all this stuff. and then Fucking amazing. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy yeah. expensive guitars in there. And they have like Chuck Berry's guitar, Jimi Hendrix's guitar and stuff. So like right. before I joined the band, these two guys got to play there quite a bit. And that place is dope. Yeah.
2: yeah. It, it was, was really
1: fucking awesome. awesome.
2: And they gave us a tour of the museum because the museum's upstairs. And then the venue is downstairs, which the venue is now closed. <clears throat> but they have a stage upstairs now with the museum. So they still do, like, a lot of private and, like, really, like, cool people that <laughs> come to play shit shit that, that's upstairs. And it sucks that the bottom half turned into a nightclub now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Kind of hurts my heart and our soul. Again, attributed to the uh, fucking pandemic did that. Yeah. Right. Ruined it all. Well,
0: you got a, you got a, a tour coming up. Oh yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Te-
2: Texas Hippie Coalition. We are looking forward to that one yeah. a lot. Yeah, those guys have been really cool. Like in like talking to them so far, and we're really excited. Especially starting off in Texas with Texas Hippie Coalition, <laughs> yeah. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time, man. We're really pumped, and then we're going to New Orleans after that too. I can't imagine the party slowing down. No, <laughs> maybe I
0: mean, maybe you'll maybe you'll right, see Phil. Phil or or Pantera. Oh my God, yes. oh. Anselmo. Sorry, yes. oh my God!
2: Please, I would love to meet Phil. Oh. Yeah. Wait, are, are they done? Are they off tour after that?
0: Okay. I thought I was just gonna say. it was like, I don't even know have they started like, the, the the reunion tour yet?
2: Yeah, I think they're still touring right now because they were in Europe yeah. last time I checked. I think. Yeah. Just oh. kicking ass, which is still yeah. fucking cool, by the way. I mean, yeah, you, you can only do so much. I know, like a lot of people got some mad. At it. It's not really Pantera. terrible. Well, no fucking shit. Like it can't be. <laughs> but you can still like Benatate and fucking uh, Zach Wild filling in. Yeah, That's pretty fucking badass. Like how are you yeah. getting at it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: got an- Anthrax drummer and. Zach, Ozzy's guitar player. You know, yeah. it's like, how are you going to get that? Piss out
2: of it? We know Dimebag's not there. Yeah, we get it. And of course, like, he's been gone for a while now. 49ers.
0: And of course, you got the other asshole saying, "Well, Phil's not even the original singer." Well, yeah, that.
2: Oh my God, they were a glam band yeah. before they
1: fucking. <laughs> God damn it! He but he the too- original, but he was the only one that really mattered. They were barely yeah. even yeah. under the name Pantera at that point. Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: Hey, to about uh, opening for on minutes, right? Oh shit. Yeah. Oh okay. So thank you. I totally yes. forgot about that. We're talking
1: about fucking Pantera. sorry. sorry. <laughs>
2: We're talking about Pantera. So um we did a tour with Ingve Malmstein. Oh um, wow.
1: Yeah, he's a sweet guy.
2: Um <laughs> Really? No, no, are you being sarcastic? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like cuz uh, he doesn't seem like it. <laughs> no. Dude, so like Mentally prepared. All the stories are true. They are. So mentally preparing that, being a Pantera fan, you know, watching the Cowboys from Hell video, like, we were like, I don't like fucking donuts. We're like, okay, there's no way in hell this dude could be that way. There's no way in fucking hell. Like, we're going to play, like, for two weeks with this dude. We're going to each venue, playing with him, having a good time. Wasn't that way, exactly. So, like... We didn't get a green room, like, we didn't get a ride or anything. He was like, oh, no, unless there's three green rooms, you guys won't get one. I was like, okay, that kind of fucking sucks. So, in a van, traveling around, you know, and not being able to, like, even shower or, like, do anything. Can't be yeah. in doing sound checks. Like, this might be uncouth to say this about being on tour with the guy and everybody's going to get mad at me. But I really don't fucking care because the guy wasn't that goddamn nice. Let's just be fucking honest. He was. We didn't get to meet him until the last show. In Greensboro, Carolina, North Carolina, which was a blast, by the way. That was actually one of those other shows that I really had fun with. But
1: That, that was the show. That was
2: the show. Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's the fucking segue <laughs> going into the story, Dick. All right, so the last the last day of the tour was in Greensboro, North Carolina, and it happened to be Dimebag's birthday. And us all being Pantera fans, we knew about the video. We stopped and got donuts our way there. So we did a a video of like telling Dimebag happy birthday, with Ingve sounding sound checking in the background. So you can hear him doing his sound check the whole time, and just doing like a little cheers of like a little donut from the fucking gas station to him. And uh, it was a little ode to Dimebag of being a a Pantera fan. Made me really happy, and not having to go to really small venues and having to deal with fucking Ingve anymore was really nice too.
1: Those were small. Those were
2: theaters. Right? Uh, that, well, well, I say they were small <laughs> because we didn't masses. get to. Fu- yeah, they were fucking huge for us. But like, I didn't like wiping my body down with wet wipes because he wouldn't let us in the fucking green room. I was kind of fucking pissed about it. It's like, come on, there's a shower in there. Let us, let us fucking just wash our balls. Come on, that's not that. Hard. <laughs> no, man, you gotta stink, or you, you have know, to get on the road. The, <laughs> so, by the way, the rest of his crew and his band were fucking awesome. Oh yeah. They were yeah. so sweet. Shout out to Steve and Chris. Yes. And uh, Emilio. And a fucking, I can't remember his name ever. Nick. And Nick. Yeah. Who was the drummer? Nick. Nick was the no, drummer? Nick's no, Nick so was team. a keyboard player. Yeah. It's been a couple of days since we were there, so.
1: <laughs> Damn it, I can't remember the drummer's yeah. name. His whole his whole Christmas His whole,
2: they, they were really fucking sweet, man. We had a good time. And manager Chris was- Yngwie's still very talented. Time. There's no doubt oh, about yeah. it. He shreds really fast and he does his thing. He but just, that's all he is. That's basically he's. That's all he is. He's still living in the
0: eighties. <laughs> I've always heard horror stories about who like Vinny Vincent, Ingbe. <laughs>
2: they're not exaggerated. Believe all the stories. I thought they were kind of over exaggerated too. He's an introvert. That's why.
0: Well, guys, <laughs> yeah. anything you want? Any anything you want to add in before we wrap it up? Starting to run out of time here.
2: Um, just go listen to our album or. We- nice website? General. Website uh, Bankamp Link Tree. Say it uh, again. Sevenstonesofficial.com is our website. We've got merch. Uh, we're working toward getting physical copies of CDs for the new release. Um, it's uh
1: Seven Stones on Facebook, Seven Stones Official on Instagram, Seven Stones Official on TikTok, and Seven Stones on YouTube. <laughs> there we go.
2: <laughs> he knows all this shit. Uh, <laughs> and seven <laughs> like on, We're on going the-
1: on tour. With yeah. THC. Yes.
0: That's THC. That's, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, their, their first album was called Pride of Texas. And it's like, Texas Hippie wow. Coalition, THC, Pride of Texas, pot. I get
1: it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get oh, it. They have, they have bong sponsorships. They do. We also bongs.
2: just picked up a show with Buck Cherry, May 2nd, and Chattanooga, too. So Ooh, we're yeah. opening up for Buck Cherry soon. So, if anybody is around the fucking area on base, there, come party with us at Buck we Or just fly, we fly out. We'll take care or of Or fly out, yeah. We'll, you you <laughs> get, yeah. we'll give you a beer. Maybe a place to sleep somewhere. Uh, for a day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for giving me your time here. If you like this video, please hit the thumbs up or follow on Spotify or whatever lame-ass streaming service you use. <laughs> 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 that, that, that totally exploits the artist. I'll just Get that jab in there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. I, I can't shit about it now. Thanks, Rob. Nope. You're the man. Nope. Yeah.
0: Good. Cheers, bro. Thanks, guys. Thanks, I'm your host, Rob Lyons, signing off.